The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, my friends. Uh, yes, it's another show, uh, or time for another show, I should say. This is Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show. You are tuned into the America's Web Radio Station. Uh, we've got a lot to get to today. It's Election Day, Election Day. Oh, it's Election Day. And, uh, and not just in Georgia, where where the home station is for the On Point with Victor show, uh, but there's... Uh, Gosh, I think Texas, Alabama, I believe Arizona. I'm probably missing one, but there's a there's a few uh, today. So today is primary election day in several states, including Georgia. So we're going to get to that shortly. We'll we'll get to uh, some discussions about that. I'm going to tread on all my listeners across the country. I'm going to tread on your attention span a little bit because I'm going to talk a little bit about Georgia. But again, Georgia has implications. You've heard me say this before. The state of Georgia, the elections going on today are going to have implications across this country. So uh, it's going to be very important. Don't worry. I will make it exciting for everyone, uh, including my listeners down in Daytona. Uh, so, But first, I, I got to say this. Yes, yes, last week I was in Massachusetts. Yes, I was in Boston. Boston. And, uh, but no, I did not bring monkeypox back with me. <laughs> I am clear of monkeypox. Uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you, if you're hearing little snips and bits about monkeypox and your pox and you're wondering why you're not hearing wall to wall from the CDC, if you're wondering why the media is not going wall to wall, uh, you're, you're hearing snippets and, and you're seeing some, uh, including the Biden, Biden and his moronic administration trying to put little bits of fear out there that all people need to fear monkeypox. That's not the case right now, folks, and you need only look it up and look at the data. And this is why you're not seeing the media uh, wall-to-wall coverage. You're not seeing CDC. You're not seeing Fauci. And the reason is, and this is, look, this is the On Point with Victor show. You're going to get logic. You're going to get common sense. I mean, I ought to be dubbed the commander of logic or the commander of common sense. But that's what you're going to get here, and you're going to get the truth, and you're going to get the facts. And the reason why uh, the Biden Biden himself won't say anything, and the, and the administration is trying to dodge the issue, the media is falling all over themselves trying to figure out how to do reporting on monkeypox, and and the CDC just wants to avoid it completely. Because I will tell you, I will tell you the reason. The reason why is because as of right now, all the data is showing that unless you're tr- unless you're a dude trying to impregnate another dude, you're probably not going to get monkeypox. <laughs> so, um, and I maybe I should have given out a family warning before I said that. Uh, my apologies, my apologies. I do try to keep this a family show, but the facts on the ground right now is that the monkeypox is is a virus that is this is not an airborne virus. This is not if you're hearing some. Some radical, crazed liberals out there running around putting masks on and then screaming at you, and they and they cite monkeypox. They're just morons. 
Um, you know, they're they're. In fact, you're, you're going to hear some of this. You're going to hear as they figure out a way to talk about this and get around the facts of monkeypox. They're they're going to try to use this. They'll try to use this to to gain more control. Uh, but it's just funny. It is funny to watch what's going on right now. It is funny to watch the media stumble all over themselves. Because they don't want to talk about the facts. Right now, the, the small cases of monkeypox that are in this country and, and I believe everywhere else, uh, because it's not that widespread. But we know that it's, it, it's, it's a, it's transmitted, at least what we're seeing right now, by a homosexual lifestyle. And we know this. We, we know the data's there. We, we've even, if you can't, look, let's put it this way. If you did contact tracing, and notice they don't want to talk about contact tracing when it comes to monkey monkeypox, because if you did contact tracing, you would find a several dudes who left this country, went to another country, and participated in some homoerotic fun. Let's just say, and then they came back, and then they engaged in more homoerotic fun here, and uh, therefore spread monkeypox. Now I'm really trying to put this as delicately as I can. But from all the data, everything right now that we're seeing on the ground with, that involves monkeypox, it is not an airborne virus, so you do not need to go put on a face diaper. Uh, it's, 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 just, it's not transmitted that way. It's transmitted by very close contact, usually with the exchange of saliva and bodily fluids, uh, which happens with certain uh, – when a dude and his partner – you know, I'll just leave it at that. But that's what we're seeing. So, so it's funny to watch and just notice how the media is falling over, over themselves. Notice how the Biden administration can't say anything. They're trying to tell you that everyone is at risk from monkeypox. We don't know that. And the data right now is showing that everyone is not at risk at mon- for monkeypox unless you engage in a certain type of behavior. <laughs> and this is the best way I can put it. And but it is funny to watch these 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 media buffoons and and the Democrats and and and, and Biden and his administration, because this is what happens when you throw out terms like racism and and or you use terms like racism and homophobia. When you use those terms as weapons, what happens when there's really an issue and there's really something going on that you need to let that certain community know about and you're afraid to tell them because you don't want to come off as homophobic. That's the position the Democrat Party's in right now, that Biden's in right now, and that the media's in right now. And, David, you look like you've got a comment. Does this mean that uh, Buttigieg gets another couple of months off for leave? I, you know, Buttigieg might have to have his 10th booster. <laughs> and I, you know what? I'm going to stop right there. Bad host. Bad host. <laughs> so, but, I, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. And, and that is what the data is showing. You can even, you know, I even went and did a little bit of research on the CDC website and it's hilarious. Uh, there's just, there's not much there. They, they tell you the history of monkeypox. They tell you where it's normally found. They tell you that it's not that, uh, prevalent. And then they tell you about the few cases that are here in the United States. And then they finally get in there and they say, what we're seeing is it's transmitted by the homosexual lifestyle. You know, uh, that name monkeypox, but it fits the administration well. Yeah, doesn't they're, it? <laughs> they're, they're nothing but a bunch of monkeys. Should be monkey joke. I mean, I, yeah. I've seen, I've seen. Like maybe they'll call it Brandon Pox. Yeah, right. Maybe it should be called Brandon Pox. <laughs> you know, I've seen primates that learn sign language that have more intelligence. I think sometimes than some of these elected officials on the Democrat Party. Uh, I mean, it's it's. 
Are you talking about Stacey Abrams? (laughs) Now, I am not. David, don't get me in trouble. (laughs) Now, we want to talk about what a bad candidate she is. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that later. (laughs) We're going to, I'm definitely going to get into that, but uh, don't get the station in trouble, David. You know, they would love to fire. uh, We're probably going to get emails anyway, but. You know what? If we're getting emails, then we're doing something right. Uh, you know, I, but that's what's going on, folks. And, and, and you can look it up for yourself. You can go do a duck, duck, go search. You might even find the truth if you do a Google search. I, I don't know, maybe. Uh, but I know you'll find the truth if you do a duck, duck, go search. And, uh, you can go to CDC. You can go look at their websites, um, at their website and you'll, you'll see the truth. And, and as much as they try to skirt around it, uh, it, it, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny, but that's what's going on with, with monkeypox. So there is no need to panic when the, when, if you're in a liberal run city and you've got Democrats running around right now trying to cite monkeypox as a reason to put you back in a mask, to put you back in a face diaper, uh, they're, they're trying to put a tenth uh, booster shot in your arm. Uh, th- they're all lying to you. And there's no reason to panic. And, and again, this is from data that's on the ground right now. Now, could that change? Maybe. Uh, we don't know. But right now, everything we're seeing is quite apparent on the ground that there is no need, no reason to panic from this uh, monkeypox. And, uh, and I just found it kind of funny myself that I was in Massachusetts last week when this case was, was discovered. And, of course, it had to be in Massachusetts. <laughs> so um, I would have thought more it would have been San Francisco, but uh, eh, what do I know? But, but anyway, but I, I got to tell you a little bit about my trip. So I was in... Flew into Boston uh, last week, and and man, my goodness, you know we have bad traffic here, but what a mess Boston is. You know, ever since I don't know if any of you guys out there are familiar with Boston and you're familiar with the tunnel. You know, they they worked for years and years on building this tunnel. They basically dug under the city, under the metro system, and and under the water to to try and relieve traffic uh, in and around and going through Boston. So now you not only can you try to drive around Boston, but you can drive through Boston and you can drive under Boston. Uh but this what a mess this this tunnel was. I, I mean it, the I I was I guess I arrived at about two o'clock, two thirty and I jumped in a rental car and and drove got my tail out of Boston as quick as I could. Uh but I drove but I had to go through the tunnels and all that, and, and it was just a traffic nightmare. I, I mean, it's all in and around Boston. It's so you guys in Atlanta or or L.A. or my listeners in New York, New Jersey, don't worry. There's there's uh, <laughs> there's some nasty traffic in Boston too. But but I got to say this about Boston, and I've said this before. Uh, what an amazing city! Love that city. I love that state. It is what a shame. What a shame. That that state is represented by such ill-informed and and uh, just horrible representatives. And again, I'm trying to keep this clean. I'm trying to keep this a family show. But but the the moron morons that run the state of Massachusetts. I mean, it's so sad. It's so sad because it is a beautiful, beautiful state. If you've never been there, you should go there. I I love going there. Uh, I the history in Boston. I mean. The, the American history there from, from the, my goodness, from the Boston Tea Party to, to, uh, Plymouth Rock to, there's so much history there. 
that it is it is a beautiful and wonderful place to visit and you should visit you just have to put up with with all the libtards that have taken over Boston and taken over Massachusetts and and, it, and it's a shame and what a shame what a shame that that one of the senators that hails from Massachusetts is the uh, Indian war chief herself uh uh, fake Indian Warren, uh, Warren. <laughs> Chief Nakahoma Warren. Um, I mean, I, you know, I got rained on in Massachusetts, and I quickly gave credit to Elizabeth Chief Warren. But I, it, what a disgrace that that. I mean, she is right now, right now. Elizabeth Warren is trying to make her place for the uh, nominee for twenty twenty four for the Democrat Party. She is out there. Uh, Cackling everywhere. I mean, she can give Kamala Harris a run for her cackling, and she, she, but she's trying to get ahead of Hillary Clinton because, folks, if you think Hillary Clinton's gone away, <laughs> you better think again. You better think again because the the mess that is coming for the Democrats and and listen, you guys, you, most of my listeners out there, and look, I know some of you are Democrats out there, and you just can't let go of the Democrat uh, for some reason. You just can't let them go. You think you have to vote Democrat. But most of you out there, most of you realize that the Democrat Party doesn't have your interest at heart, doesn't have your best interest at heart, let alone any interest at heart. Um, but most of us are going to be able to sit back and watch this this display that's going to happen as we run up to 2024 on the Democrat side is going to be an absolute joy to watch. It's going to be comedy gold, comedy gold. And and shame on the the leftist radical night show host most of them at least that we have when when you look at I don't even know their names cuz I don't watch late night uh, late night uh, TV except for Gutfeld. I do watch Gutfeld. I love that show. Uh, so Gutfeld's going to have fun. But the other nighttime hosts, Saturday Night Live, all those shows, they should have fun with what's coming because it it's going to be unavoidable to the the comedy that's going to come out of the run up to 2024 on the Democrat side, because you you're going to have Elizabeth Warren. Oh my gosh, did I just do that? Oh, bad host. But you're going to have Elizabeth Warren. You're going to have Hillary Clinton, who really, 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 really should probably be facing charges. Uh, you're going to have her. You're going to have Stacey Abrams, which which <laughs> we t- mentioned earlier, and we're going to talk about a little bit later today. Um, you're going to have Stacey Abrams. You're going to have Pete Buttigieg. You're going to have all of the. Now, look, I know I've gotten a little bit off the topic here, but but what's coming in 2024 for the Democrat side is going to be pure comedy gold, and I just want you to be prepared for it. Because if you need to get on some blood pressure medication or if you need to get, you know, watch your heart, I mean, I mean this is going to be – it's going to be exasperating, but it's going to be funny. And you've got to stay lighthearted and, and, and just – look, I know politics can be crazy, but you got to have fun sometimes. And right now we're about to have a lot of fun running up to 2024 because the Democrat side, these people, uh, they, they, they're, they're about to lose their minds when they see what – when they when they see or, or after they experience what happens in this November – and then the run up to 2024. I mean, it's it's going to be uh, oh my goodness. I I just I cannot wait really to see a debate stage with Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, uh, Chief <laughs> Warren, and maybe fake Hispanic Beto. Uh, I don't know who else they'll put up there. Oh, 
Bernie Sanders. You know, you know as well as I do that Bernie Sanders at 150 years old will be running for president in 2024. Because you know, it's all about health care. It's about, hell, we gotta take money from, from, from the billionaires. Not the millionaires because you guys found out that I'm a millionaire. And as soon as you guys found out that I'm a millionaire and I have multiple houses, well, I can't talk about millionaires anymore. So we're gonna go after the billionaires, which really means we're gonna go after the middle class. The middle class will always get soaked by Democrat policies. Always. It happens. Always. All the time. Uh, but, but you can, so rest assured that Papa Bernie Sanders, Granddaddy Sanders will be <laughs> running in 2024. All right, folks, we got to take a break. When we get back, I'll finish up my story on Boston and Massachusetts and we'll get on to some election day talk. We'll be back. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, folks. We are back. And listen, let me say this about the monkeypox thing real quick. And look, if you're if you are in one of those at risk uh, lifestyles, if you're monogamous, you probably don't have anything to worry about. The problem is, is apparently there was some guys that went over and did some things and came back and then jumped on the swing train here. <laughs> so wherever they went. They, they were on the uh, swing train and, and contracted monkeypox, came back here and jumped on another swing train and spread monkeypox. So, look, it, it's not – because I don't want you guys to look because I don't give a darn what you do in your bedroom. I really don't. Um, it's up to you and, and, and you know. Uh, but uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's just like anything. You, you Stay true to yourself, I guess, and your partner, and you'll be fine. But anyway, all right, I'm going to move on because I'm just going to get, I'm just going to dig that hole even more and more. And Media Matters is probably already emailing us. So, but look, uh, so Massachusetts. So th- here's the thing about Massachusetts. So it's such an amazing historical place, just absolutely amazing. The American history that that is it within Massachusetts is amazing in Boston. Uh, so it always amazes me when I go there that 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 we can have still continue that the Massachusetts people will vote for such idiocy. And I I met this this one lady and uh, awesome lady just you know she 
just run-of-the-mill lady, um, used to be a Democrat. She told me she was a Democrat all her life up until the last three years, three, four years. And I found that interesting, and I asked her, I said, well, what's, what's, what are the rest of the people in Massachusetts waiting for? And she looked at me, she says, Victor, the problem with Massachusetts is the, the liberals here and the, the Democrats have been able to get so many people on government help and government wealth care and government dependency that they're not going to lose their power. Because the the people, so many people in Massachusetts, and folks, this is going on across the country. This is what your Democrat Party in Washington want to do to the rest of the country. So you have Massachusetts, you have this lady, wonderful lady that I met and talked to who was a Democrat all her life, told all her life she needed to vote Democrat, and uh, woke up these last three, four years. I mean, really woke up. Not Not Democrat woke. She really woke up. And now she's voting Libertarian. She's voting Republican. Uh, but the one thing she's not voting for is Democrat. And I found it interesting. And, and she said and, – and, and it was a, a very good point because I've seen this and we've talked about this. The Democrats' goal is to create dependency. If, and they try – and they do it – they're trying to do it state by state. And this ties into open borders. If you want to know why the Democrats have or want open borders and why Biden administration, why they're doing nothing about the border and the, with Mexico is because all of the, they look at all these illegals coming over as a new voting pool and new dependents. If you can make a, a – if you can get a group of people to come over from another country who can't speak the language – they can't read. They can't write because many of them can't. Many of them are illiterate. Many of them are lacking education. If you can get them and convince them that you are the party that's going to take care of them from womb to tomb, well, then they're going to vote for that. They're going to vote for goodies, and that's the Democrat Party. You know, I have r- called the Democrat Party before the Santa Claus Party, and I, I think I probably got that from the Godfather. But the Democrat Party is the Santa Claus Party. It's 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 the party of we're going to bring you gifts and we're going to bring you freebies every election cycle. You just better vote for us. And that's the situation in Massachusetts. But but this awesome lady, she's had enough of it. And she said, I don't care. I will not vote for Democrats anymore. And good for her. Good for her. And I hope I hope maybe maybe there's a trend starting in Massachusetts. I mean, Massachusetts, with all its history, should be a conservative state. It really should be. It really should be, but uh, but anyway. So that was my experience in Massachusetts. Look, I talked to a few people in Massachusetts, and 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 you know, in and around Boston, y- you see a lot of that dependency. You see a lot of those Democrats who don't want to hear anything else. They just want to hear D D D. They're clueless to what's going on. Even though right in front of them, look, regular gas was five dollars and seven cents and rising. Diesel was over six bucks and rising. That was in Boston. Now. Outside of Boston, I found tons of people who were who were really upset with the Democrat Party, walking away from the Democrat Party, or never was part of the Democrat Party. But the problem of the big cities, the problem of the Democrats, they just they keep bring, they try and put people on top of people on top of people, make them dependent, and that's how these big cities screw the rest of the states. Which is why, by the way, which is why we need an electoral college system in the states on the state level right now. Folks, the the, the 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 thriving democracies in the United States are the states, the states themselves, and uh, because it it is a popular vote, 
when you have uh, city council elections, you have statewide elections, you whether it's the municipality all the way up to the state house and the state congress and the governor's seat, they're popular votes. But I think we need an electoral college system in the states. And no more is that needed than Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, California, um, Portland, uh, um, man, Washington, uh, the state of Washington. They're, all of these states, imagine how the people that are outside the cities that are getting screwed because the cities have so many people on top of each other. Imagine if they had an electoral college system in the states. Now, now, Mark the Shark, if you're out there listening, maybe this is something we need to run with, and, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this. But maybe the states need to start looking at implementing an electoral college system on the state level. Because right now, you have so many people outside the city of Boston, outside the city of New York, outside the, well, outside the five boroughs of New York, uh, outside the city of Jersey, outside the, the main cities in California, who really get no say. But imagine if we had an electoral college system. If we had a state-level electoral college system in place, then I venture to say that these cities wouldn't be able to to screw the rest of their states. That's just a thought. That's a thought. That's the kind of stuff that jumps in the on point with Victor's head here. Uh, But give that some thought and uh, think about it. Think about it. Think of how, how much better off would California be if they had an electoral college system in place for their statewide elections. Imagine that. Um, imagine uh, New York. Man, Mark Shark. I am sure you could imagine that. Because I would venture to say that outside the five boroughs in New York, that it's conservative. And you've got a whole lot of conservative people that feel like they have no voice because the five boroughs of New York, mostly Manhattan, are pretty much going to set the agenda in New York and pretty much does. And uh, so that's that is something to think about. So uh, I am glad that I was able to give you guys that that idea. <laughs> so, but uh, that was my trip to Boston. So what a great place! And that's uh, then you know I tell you guys all the time, get out and about. It's not a it's not just about traveling abroad. And and I think everyone should travel abroad, especially if uh, when we get past this Corona restrictions and all this craziness out there, um, you should all see. Uh, Europe. You should all see some other other countries because it will make you appreciate the United States that much more. I promise you. I promise and guarantee you if you go spend some time in other countries, you will have a greater appreciation for the United States. And the same goes within the United States. You know, one thing that COVID did, one thing that this this virus did in, in the United States is make people wake up to, to how different states could be just by going to a neighboring state, how different life could be. And I'll get into a little bit more of that as when we come back. You're listening to the On Point with Victor show. We will be right back. And I want to remind everybody to uh, shut down Stacey Abrams. This state couldn't handle her, can't handle her, and she would make a total mockery of government. So, shut her down. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com.
And if you haven't downloaded our app, all you have to do is go to the App Store and uh, download that sucker. Or play uh, whatever it is. Play, uh, what is it, uh, Victor? What's that? What's that? Uh, to to down, download our app, our America's Web Radio app. At, uh, if you go to any, if you go to the App Store on Apple, you go to the Google Play Store, put in America's Web Radio, and that app should pop up for you. Just do a search, America's Web Radio. And, and uh, there right you up. go. And you can listen to us 24-7. And, who wouldn't want to listen to us 24-7? <laughs> <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, uh, there are times that I will wake up and just to check the station, I'll check the app, and if we're playing, then we're playing, and we're happy. So... We'll be back right after this. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to the America's Web Radio Station. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. Hey, look, and damn proud of it, by the way. Um, I had an astute listener in, uh, in uh, Georgia that pointed out that if Stacey Abrams were governor, and listen to this, folks, because this listener is not wrong. If Stacey Abrams were governor of Georgia right now, she'd be trying to lock us down and put you in a face diaper because of monkeypox. Instead of and, – and this is what you've got to understand about the Democrat Party, and you've got to understand about the CDC. I've told you before in 2020 that the CDC was a political agency, and they are. They shouldn't be, but they are. And, and, and here is the thing to, that you've got to understand. We know what's going on with monkeypox. We know what the data is showing. I went over this. And I'm not going to go over it again about the swing train, but you know what's going on with that lifestyle, and that's what's going on with monkeypox. But instead of the Democrat Party and the CDC coming out and saying and speaking directly to the people who engage in this lifestyle, instead of speaking directly to them and saying, look, we, we can control this. We need to get a handle on it. We Let's not get it out. Let it get out of control. <laughs> I really got to be careful what I'm saying. Um, they could be looking directly to this this culture, let's just say, or this community and directly talking to them about monkeypox. But instead of doing that. They want to go. They're they're going to come after me 
for saying what I said today, for giving you the truth. They're going to come after me today and try to say I'm some kind of homophobe and America's Web Radio is homophobic. And, uh, and, and they'll come after you and they'll come after anyone who's, who's telling the truth right now. And what does that do for anybody who might contract monkeypox? That doesn't give them uh, any kind of information on what they should do, what kind of treatment they should be getting, what can they do to protect themselves. That, does, that doesn't do anything to help people. All it does is is push their radical, woke BS that doesn't help anybody. And that's what you've got to understand about about people like Stacey Abrams and the rest of that Democrat Party, uh, whether it be on your in your state level or, or in the federal Washington, D.C. The Democrat Party will put platitudes, they will put agendas, they will put wokeism all in front of the health of the actual person. And 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 that is a fact. You can see it on display right now. The fact that uh, where is where's Fauci? Where where's Mister? Oh, we're gonna have to go back to mask because because I I saw two people that had had some coronavirus. Well, could have been a cold. Could have been a cold. But we gotta go to mask. Even though the data shows the mask don't work, I want you in a mask. And, 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 and don't tell me about your voting. Don't tell me about the Constitution. I'm King Fauci. You know, he actually said that. You know, Fauci actually said that, that voting, uh, now look, I'm paraphrasing, but he actually said that voting, uh, and the Supreme Court shouldn't get in the way of him and the CDC. How messed up is that? He was not elected. The CDC was not elected. We are a government of people. We are a republic. Let me remind Dr. Fauci that we are the govern of the people. We're governed by we the people. And when you're not an elected official and the CDC's not elected, none of them are elected. And you're trying to tell us that the Supreme Court doesn't matter, that our votes don't matter, that we should just shut up and obey what you say? No, no, no. It doesn't work that way, Fauci. It doesn't work that way. But... Where is he? Why isn't he speaking directly? Why hasn't he come out and, sp- and spoken directly to these communities that engage in certain behaviors that is the reason why monkeypox is, is spreading in that community? Why isn't he speaking directly to them? Why isn't the CDC speaking directly to them? I'm telling you, folks, look, I'm not angry. I'm just right. I'm just right. And with this, I'm going to interrupt for a breaking announcement that uh, – Hopefully you have your pen and paper at hand and ready to write this down. We are so fortunate to have Mr. Armanderas here today and most of the time. I appreciate it. (laughs) And write this down. June the 1st, 12 12 to 3 p.m. Yep. 12 to 3 p.m., Mr. Armanderas will be filling in for Eric Erickson on WSB Radio. And And other stations. (laughs) And other stations, many other stations across the country. So be sure and write that down and tune in. And I know he takes calls and he takes emails and he takes... Uh, toilet paper notes, anything that you can write on. Uh, he'll be glad to take that and answer your questions. Write it down, June the 1st. Absolutely. 12 to 3. 12 to 3. Now, I appreciate that, David. Thanks so much. And, and again, thanks to Eric Erickson for entrusting me with his million listeners. I mean, he's got, at any given time, a million listeners, and it's, it's just great. It's great. And I enjoy it. And um, apparently... 
Uh, a lot of listeners enjoy it, too. So that'll be June 1st. So it is Election Day, folks. It's Election Day. Uh, I, hallelujah. <laughs> because we can't go to the polls fast enough. And, and, and if you haven't voted today, please do so. If you're in Georgia, if you're in Texas, if you're in Alabama, if you're in Arkansas, or if you're in Minnesota, and I have listeners in every one of those states, get out there and vote. The, and uh, go excuse ahead, me. No, go ahead, David. Before you vote or after you vote... I know, you know, and this is this is a terrible thing. I never thought I'd be saying this, but anybody and myself when I went to vote, you know, you have an apprehension. Is my vote going to count? Is who's playing games with our votes? Who's, uh, you know, is it going to be fraudulent? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? There is an answer, and it's called RedoVoting.com. There, they put an end to all fraud. Any cheating, anything else. One person, one vote. That's it. And we have to have this implemented in all of the states across the country. It is 100% bulletproof. It can't be hacked because it's based on the same software that your lottery is based on. And you've never heard of a lottery being hacked. (laughs) So look it up. Redo, R-E-D-O, voting dot com and find out all about it and then talk to your representative your senator whoever whoever you know in some kind of government position get them to go to redovoting.com we have to have it in the united states that will reassure us that our votes count and you know amazingly uh, victor no dead votes count with us yeah you're right <laughs> no, more, no more speeches by Clinton at the cemetery. No. Uh, you know, what an amazing thing that would be. But, no, we do need integrity in our elections. And I think we're about to prove, you know, I say all the time that turnout will beat fraud. And, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to see some massive turnout. And, and again, if you haven't voted yet, you have got till, in most states, till 7 o'clock. Uh, some states, 8 o'clock. But at least you have till 7 o'clock. And that means if you get in line at 659 or 7 o'clock on the dot, you can vote. It, even if it takes another hour or two hours, if you are in line before that poll closes, you can vote. And let, while I'm talking about this, let me let, let me say this. You're about to see a huge campaign come from the Democrat sides that are going to be screaming. And this, this is so rich, so rich. You're about to see screaming. From the Democrat side of uh, voter infringement, you're going to see uh, voter suppression. You're going to start hearing these things come around from the Democrats again. And why? Because after today, especially here in Georgia, but all over the country, there's been record turnout for a primary. Now, I have told you guys for years, I've told you, you listeners out there, that primary elections are so important. And today, primary elections are more important than they've ever been than they've ever been because the primary election is where you can go and throw out some establishment career politicians and believe you me there has never been a time like today that we need to as voters we need to get in and take out as many establishment career politicians as possible and i am talking on both sides especially the democrats now the democrats need to be thrown out Uh, i'm all of them need to be thrown out 
and on the Republican side, there are a ton of establishment Republicans that need to be removed. Uh, Lindsey Graham needs to go. McConnell needs to go. Those are the top two. The top two. Adam uh, Schlesinger, whatever that dude's name is, those are the top three that need to go. If, uh, and Cheney, top four. Top four that need to go. Uh, the, these are Republicans that need to be taken out in the primaries. And I'm pretty sure Cheney's probably going to lead the way and she's going to get thrown out here very soon. Uh, I hope. But, uh, but I, I mean, I'm sorry, folks, if, if, you, if the establishment Republicans guard that it, they don't have your interest at heart either. They tell you what you want to hear and then they get reelected. Like right now, you've got McConnell and Lindsey Gramnesty running around fundraising as much as they can and telling you how good they're going to be when they have power back. When it's quite the opposite, they don't do a darn thing when they're in control, when they're in power. They love running from behind. They really do. They might catch monkey pie. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Bad host. Bad host. Uh, but look, primaries are important. You can get behind a candidate and hopefully push out and and uh, one of the establishment career politicians because they need to go. That's why a primary is so important. And that's why it's so important for many – for. As many of you that can get out there and vote today, you need to do it. You need to do it. But the, the promising sign is that right now, today, just let me talk about Georgia for a second. We are today at Election Day. Election Day is today. And already we have surpassed record. We've had record turnout in the state of Georgia. Now, that is great news for a primary. We're on track to beat 2018, and 2018 was huge. Now, Stacey Abrams will run around like she did from 2018 till today. She's running around talking about voter suppression and, and, and how we're, we're, there's somehow, uh, minorities aren't smart enough to go vote. When it, the truth smacks her right in the face because the facts on the ground are record turnout. There's record number of people voting. How can you look at me in the face as Stacey Abrams does every day and tell me that there's voter suppression when I can show you record turnout in Georgia? This is the problem with Stacey Abrams. Is This is why uh, Brian Kemp is going to run circles around her because I do think he's going to win today. But uh, Stacey Abrams will tell you there's voter suppression out the wazoo when in reality – the, there's never been a greater number of people voting in the state of Georgia than there is now. Never have we had this many people voting in a primary. I mean, we are over 850,000 votes casted before the first polling place opened today. Over 850,000 votes were already cast in the state of Georgia before the first poll opened today. Now, Stacey Abrams, if you want to come on and talk to me and debate me about voter suppression, please do. Because I am a minority. And I'm smart enough to know how to go vote. I could have got an absentee ballot. I could have walked in and early voted in person. Or I could go vote today. Those are just some of the very easy ways for me to go vote as a minority today. But Stacey Abrams and what you other my fellow minorities need to understand, Stacey Abrams thinks you're stupid. Stacey Abrams thinks you're too dumb to know how to go vote. She thinks you have to put your vote uh, ballot in an envelope and then give it to one of her operatives. And that's called ballot harvesting, and that's not legal in Georgia. But they try to do it anyway. But that's the kind of stuff that we're stopping, and that's the kind of stuff that the state of Georgia is working to stop. Because that new voting law that was passed, uh, thanks to the Georgia legislature, thanks to Brian Kemp, he signed it into law. And Stacey Abrams is running around trying to tell you there's voter suppression. Now, let me tell you again, 
Let me tell you again, over 850,000 people have already voted in Georgia. Those are Democrats. Those are Republicans. In fact, let me break it down for you. Over half a million – well, no, not over, but we're almost almost half a million Republican votes. So that means almost half a million voters chose the Republican ballot before the first polling place was open today. And then you had about 369,000 Democrat ballots taken before today. So that shows a huge enthusiasm enthusiasm gap. And, and thank goodness the enthusiasm is on the Republican side. So Republicans are voting. Or let me put it this way. People are voting Republican. And because I, for one, I am not a Republican. But I went out and I voted Republican because I'm not going to vote for Democrat. And there's not a libertarian on the ballot that uh, that I that I saw, and not a libertarian on the ballot that's going to win. So I voted Republican, and uh, and it's a primary, so you have to choose a Republican ballot, a Democrat ballot, or a nonpartisan ballot. And right now, in the state of Georgia, look, I'm just speaking for Georgia. I, I don't have the facts for the other states right now, but I'm speaking for Georgia. That's a whole lot of votes that's taken place, and Stacey Abrams is full of bullshoy. And on that, (laughs) we're going to take another break, and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, I have a listener in Tennessee, and and look, you guys, you're awesome. All of you listeners across the country are, are, are great. I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. But a listener in Tennessee asked me about uh, election counting. So in Pennsylvania right now, what is their problem? 
why can't these people in Pennsylvania count votes? So how can you say – here's the problem. Here's the problem. Because the longer it takes to count, the more it looks like there's there's funny business going on. And it gives fodder to the people who, who, who will start saying the election was stolen. Now, you, you cannot – I don't see – there is no reason – why they can't count these votes. So it's going to open up Pennsylvania now to for them to start screaming uh, fraud. And 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 the it's coming down between Oz and that establishment the uh, oh my gosh, I'm going to forget his name. But the other guy. And uh, I promise you the establishment guy is going to accuse Oz of some kind of shenanigans. And it's funny to watch Republicans accuse each I mean it's ridiculous and it doesn't do anybody any good. Uh, when they ought to turn their attention to the election officials in Pennsylvania and the Democrat Party that runs most of that state uh, and figure out why these votes can't be counted. Because this business has got to stop, folks. This has got to stop. Uh, the state of Florida, which has probably got more people than any other state in the country, they can vote in one day. They can do it in one day. And you know why? Because Ron DeSantis is fantastic. Ron DeSantis, when he became governor of Florida, he immediately started changing things in Florida and said, we're going to count votes on election day, on election day. By the time we get to maybe 11 o'clock or so on election night, probably before, we're going to have votes counted. And, and to do that, Three weeks before Election Day, Florida starts to count their their early votes. They count their absentees, and they count them, and they start counting, and they start counting, and then so they've got some of those, and most of them counted. And then on Election Day, they count the, the votes as they come in. And what then, if, oh, go ahead, David. What if you could have a the results one second after the polls close? I, you would think we had that technology, which I think we do. We do have it <laughs> called redovoting dot com, yeah. and they can literally. One second after the polls close at 7 o'clock, they can give you the results. Mm -hmm. Because it's ongoing tally. It's not unlike what they do on American Idol and these TV shows where people are voting and they're they're getting these results instantaneously. And and that's what David's talking about with Redo Vote. Uh, Voting. Redo Voting. Yeah, dot com. We need to look at this because there's no reason. But the state of Florida has done a great job. You know, if you remember in 2020, the state of Florida had their results shortly after 8 o'clock, I believe. Shortly after 8 o'clock, the state of Florida had their results. If they can do it, so can every other state. Now, the state of Georgia... Uh, I do believe we're going to have uh, the votes counted, most of them, by tonight. Now, I understand provisional ballots. Provisional ballots are always counted last. Uh, I believe absentee ballots are, are counted before – well, I know they're counted before, but I believe they're next to last. Provisional will always be last. Absentee will come – because it, it depends on – like if today is a blowout turnout like other walk-in voting has been, early walk-in voting, we're probably not even going to need to go to uh, absentee ballots unless it's close race, which is what is happening in Pennsylvania. That is a very close race. But there's no reason to go a week or two weeks past – uh, it doesn't take that long to count. It just doesn't. And Pennsylvania is doing themselves a big disservice. So the state of Georgia. So to this listener in Tennessee who was asking if if the if the state of Georgia goes down the same road that Pennsylvania, then everybody's going to scream <clears throat> that Georgia has shenanigans going on. And excuse me, folks, <clears throat> but we don't want that to happen in Georgia. And Georgia made some improvements. They sure did. Sorry, folks, I'm uh, losing my voice apparently. But the state of Georgia 
has uh, we made some improvements here in this state. So I, I, I expect all the votes to be counted today. And I also expect, oh gosh, my apologies, ladies. My sometimes the voice just goes, and when it goes, there's not much I can do about it. Uh, but we, I think here in Georgia today that the turnout, as we see, is record already. So after today, it's going to be another record, and we're going to see probably a lot of these candidates run away and, and escape a runoff. I do believe. Now, look, I, you heard me interview Candace Taylor last week, and and I will tell you all the time: use the primaries as a way to get behind a candidate that you really like, and and hopefully maybe have a chance to push out some establishment candidates who who maybe haven't been performing well. Well, in the in the case of the governor's race, we do have a somewhat of an establishment incumbent, and that's Brian Kemp. And uh, but Brian Kemp, you know, you guys, I I make some of you mad because I don't put all the blame on Brian Kemp. I, Brian Kemp deserves credit for what he did in the state of Georgia with with reopening the state of Georgia. Brian Kemp deserves credit for pushing back against the mask mandate. Brian Kemp deserves a lot of credit. He's done a lot better things than I ever thought he would do. And he's been and the 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 agenda for the past year has been a very conservative agenda. Now many of you will tell me it's because of Purdue. If Purdue because Purdue was in the race that pushed Brian Kemp to be more conservative. Hey, if that's what happened then great. Kudos to Purdue. Uh we the people need to be demanding that 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 the agenda that the house brings up. Remember Brian Kemp is there to sign legislation. The, the state house representatives have to put forth the legislation. So we've got to push them more and push them more and push them more. We need to get, there is no reason the state of Georgia should have an income tax, but we do. And that needs to be tackled. And if Brian Kemp won't tackle it, then we need to push him and force him to tackle it. But what's happening right now and what I think is going to happen is I think Brian Kemp is going to win today without a runoff. Uh, David Perdue ran a pretty crappy campaign. And look, I like David Perdue. Many of you knew, know me, have heard me talk about David Perdue. I like him. Uh, I, it was real sad to see him lose his Senate seat. And he lost his Senate seat because half a million Georgians didn't vote in on the special election in January. But it looks like those voters are coming out now. But the crazy thing is, is instead of Perdue rallying people around him, he seems to have rallied people around Kemp. Because a lot of those voters seem to be going for Kemp. And and I think it's because Kemp uh, uh, Purdue just didn't run a really good campaign. Purdue had an, had a great uh, avenue to run a good campaign against Kemp, but he didn't do it. And that's just the facts. He just didn't do it. Uh, Purdue ran on 2020. He ran in the past, and most voters don't like voting on the past. If if David Purdue had jumped in this race and said, I am going to push for, for school choice, and we're not just going to talk about it, we're actually going to get school choice done. We're going to embolden charter schools. We're going to take away power from the government schools. And then if he had said, we're going to remove the Georgia income tax, we're going to make Georgia as competitive as Texas, as competitive as Florida, as competitive as Tennessee. If David Perdue had done those things, he would have run a better campaign. David Perdue didn't give anyone a reason to vote for him. He didn't tell Pete voters how he is going to make your life better in Georgia. He didn't do that. And because he didn't do that, he's going to lose today. Now, look, this is just my opinion. It could maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. And Candace Taylor, she's a newcomer. She's a, I think she's a future rock star. And I think she should, she should stay in the fight if she doesn't make it today. And, and, and if she doesn't make it today, it's probably because of her name recognition. Not enough people learned about 
about uh, 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 Candace Taylor. They just didn't learn about her. So I hope she stays involved in Georgia politics, and I hope she pushes forward, and I hope she campaigns on whatever she does next. I hope she campaigns for how to make Georgia lives better. Uh, we, we, I think Georgia is, is going to do better voting-wise. I think our voting system is going to be better. And look, I'm an optimistic person, but we're seeing record turnout right now. And, and the one thing I don't, I do not want to hear, and, and, and I'm speak, let me speak directly to David Perdue and let me speak directly to Candace Taylor. If the voters in Georgia choose Brian Kemp and he gets off without a runoff, I don't want to hear you talk about election stolen or, 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 or this, or Kemp somehow stole the election because you're starting to sound like a Democrat. This is what the Democrats do. And, and believe you me, hear me well, hear me well. The Democrat Party is about to get shellacked. Even in the primary today, you're going to see a lot more Republican voters than you see Democrat voters. And the Democrats are going to start, led by Stacey Abrams, they're going to start crying foul. They're going to start saying that the Georgia election is being stolen. Not by Republicans. I mean, I'm sorry, not by Democrats, but being stolen by Republicans. So the one thing we don't need is David Perdue and Candace Taylor saying the Republicans are stealing it. And then Stacey Abrams and the Democrats saying that the Republicans are stealing it. Let the Democrats run with their radical ridiculousness. Let the Democrats frail around with with all they've got is trying to say that the election is stolen. Let's let our turnout on the Republican side. Let's let our feet and our vote do the talking. Because that's what that's what's happening, folks. Look, if I didn't see record turnout, then I, I would say, yeah, maybe they've got a point. But I am seeing record turnout, and record turnout will beat fraud. So when this is done today, whoever wins, if Candace Taylor wins, we better be behind her 100%. We have to unite behind Candace Taylor. If David Perdue wins, we have to unite behind David Perdue 100%. If Brian Kemp wins, we have to unite behind Brian Kemp 100%. And I will go ahead and tell you from my my astute observation skills that Brian Kemp is going to win this race today and he's going to win without a runoff. So you better be prepared to be behind him 100%. Because if you don't, and you allow Stacey Abrams to become governor of Georgia, then we're all going to pay the price for that. We're all going to pay the price. Stacey Abrams wants to lock this state down. Stacey Abrams wants to retro-lock this state down because she thought we should have been locked down longer than anybody else. Stacey Abrams wants your kids in masks. Stacey Abrams could care less about the welfare of your child. Stacey Abrams could care less that your child is having educational problems now because they were put in a mask for too long. And Stacey Abrams wants to put them back in a mask. So folks, get out there and vote. We've reached the end of this show. Stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. He might have more to say about this. But get out there and vote, vote, vote. Because we've got to take back what the Democrats are trying to do to us. <laughs> well, that probably didn't come out right. But we got to do better, folks, and we can do better. So get out there and vote. So stay tuned. We'll be back next week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.